Welcome everyone to Courtside, a discussion of the post-election litigation brought by Donald Trump. It is day 54 after the election. Yes, the election was called 50 days ago for Joe Biden. You might remember the honking horns, the speeches by Biden and Harris and the like. Since that day, we've had 50 shades of cray. It's Sunday today, so the courts are closed. That's one less day that the Lord gave us for Trump to so abuse the judicial system. But there is so much going on in the nation. There's a terroristic bomb that went off in Nashville, 200,000 infections per day, 3,000 plus deaths, and a president who sabotaged the little relief efforts that Congress agreed to, $600 checks. This guy couldn't get his act together to figure out whether he wanted $600 checks or $2,000 checks. And as a result of his incompetence, Americans are going to sleep hungry tonight and cold because of this uncaring, incompetent oaf. But he doesn't care because he's literally golfing in Florida. That's what he did today. And his vice president doesn't care because Vice President Pence is off vacationing in Vail. Of course, he went to Vail. And note, I don't say that he is skiing in Vail. I use the word vacation intentionally because I'm not sure he's allowed to be alone with a mountain. The litigation count stands at one out of 60 cases that Donald Trump has won. And for a while, I've been wondering about the Republican Party in the face of loss after loss. I mean, biggest loser ever. And Trump still keeps tweeting this nonsense about how the election is stolen, blasting email after email, seeking fundraising for his election efforts and the like. And the Republican Party, high and low, has done virtually nothing about it. I mean, if you look up Invertebrate and Wikipedia, I think you have to half expect that you're going to see a picture of Mike Pence. But finally, Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger, a member of Congress, said in response to those Trump tweets that I started the show with yesterday, here's what Kinzinger said yesterday. My God, trying to burn the place down on the way out because you can't handle losing. No evidence, nothing but your temper tantrum and crazy conspiracies. Embarrassing. Hashtag restore our GOP. It's got a long way to go. But today, Mr. King, Representative Kinzinger also said, quote, this is a scam. All that's being done is certain members of Congress, the president and thought leaders are getting retweets, getting followers and raising money on this scam. It's a scam and it's going to disappoint the people that believe this election was stolen, that I think this is an opportunity to change it. He's exactly right. I have the receipts. I went through the fine print on the Trump fundraising emails with all of you last week. It turns out that if you give money to Trump to supposedly fight this election fraud, it goes to line his political action committee's uh, pockets. And it doesn't actually go for the most part until you give more than $5,800 towards anything having to do with the election. Unfortunately, the Republican Party has not followed Representative Kinzinger's lead. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when a scam was an email you got from a Nigerian prince, not a months-long tweet-a-thon involving the president and other members of Congress. Well, tonight, I promised you a deep dive on martial law, and here it is. President Trump's closest advisors, not his official ones, who are at this point running for the hills, but people like Michael Flynn, his close advisors today, are saying Trump should declare martial law and invalidate the November election. 
Now, Michael Flynn was the guy who was President Trump's really most important uh, or maybe second most important official at the start of the administration for like 17 days a little longer than a Scaramucci, uh, when he was the national security advisor. That's a hugely important role. But he lost that role because he got caught lying about his contacts with the Russians and had to plead guilty to two different felonies before two different federal judges. And then Michael Flynn hired, yup, Kraken herself, Sidney Powell. And all of a sudden, poof, Flynn gets a pardon from the president. And the one thing you can be sure of if you've been listening to Courtside is that that pardon did not happen because of Sidney Powell's legal prowess or her skills. So what is martial law? It's the suspension of civil government. So civil liberties can be curtailed. Military commanders can dole out orders to civilians and the like. It's about the needs of wartime. And Michael Flynn is fond of saying that martial law has been declared 64 times in our nation's history. First of all, he can't count right, because actually 68. Second, he omits the key fact that they've been, it's declared, but only in a particular city or county in response to an imminent invasion or something like that, like the bombing of Pearl Harbor or something like that. The one time that it was done nationally, which was in the Civil War, the Supreme Court in the case Ex Parte Milligan in 1866 said there had to be a state of invasion or insurrection and the civil courts must be unavailable. Now, I shouldn't really need to say this out loud, but I guess evidently I do. You don't just get to declare martial law because you're upset that you lost an election or because your wife isn't on the cover of Vogue. That doesn't cut it. And you certainly can't declare martial law without an invasion or insurrection. And you certainly can't do it without the express approval of Congress. I mean, look, if there's an emergency and Congress is incapable of meeting, fine. You know, then you could do these things temporarily in a true emergency. But here, the only emergency is the loss to Donald Trump's ego. Now, there's a second idea kicking around, and that's called the Insurrection Act. And here's what the Insurrection Act says, and it's got a long, long history. Quote, whenever the president considers that unlawful obstructions, combinations, assemblages, or rebellion against the authority of the United States make it impracticable to enforce the laws of the United States by the ordinary course of judicial proceedings, he may call into federal service such of the militia of any state and use the armed forces as he considers necessary to enforce those laws or to suppress the rebellion. This is the law that Donald Trump wanted to invoke with the Black Lives Matter protests going on this summer. How reprehensible that he thought of that. Uh, ridiculous. But in any event, uh, that law doesn't really give him what he wants here. I mean, first of all, what is the emergency that would justify that? The courts are open. Yes, he's losing. But, you know, the damage to Trump's ego is not a national emergency. And even if he invoked the Insurrection Act, so what? It wouldn't make him the president for the next four years. It'd just give him some police to command. Awesome. Wow. You want to know how bad this proposal is? Karl Rove said, quote, talk about an idiotic idea. Karl Rove. Well, that's it for tonight. I'll see, you know, I'll see you tomorrow, Monday, where I'm sure we'll have lots more idiotic ideas from Donald Trump to discuss.